Today's show is sponsored by GoodVillainClothing.com Cop yours today Now on to our show Welcome back, it's Black Sports 980 and we host Laws in the building, we got the crew, we talking NBA playoffs, we talking NFL draft, we talking trades, we talking Sam Bradford, uh, lost his mind, he must be on crack cocaine or something because he out here wilding, a uh, whole bunch of stuff on, on tap, uh, but first things first, hold on, first things first, I hope everybody voted today and uh you know what i'm saying put in the time to go cast your vote uh, i was able to you know put my vote in this is the primary elections right now going on for what is the democratic primary rocking right now yeah yeah um, another super tuesday <clears throat> yeah super tuesday so i went ahead cast my vote my uh my ancestors ain't ain't played a game of life on all madden for me to just not you know what i'm saying not cast my vote so uh, I hope y'all voted. You know what I'm saying? My, my my black brothers and sisters out there. Remember they used to have a rock the vote slogan back in the day, young? Do they still do that? I mean, they, they're not the best with, uh, you know, advertising to, to vote, uh, particularly, you know, in the, in, the, in the black communities. I mean, the last big push was... Uh, when they when everyone was trying to get Obama in office, and I think you know Diddy had the "Vote or Die" slogan or whatever, um, but it hasn't it hasn't. I don't know how how it'll be when the actual you know election comes around to the primaries, but um, but yeah, I don't I don't know the last time I've seen the Rock to Vote personally. Yeah, nah, that joint was was definitely slim. I went to the polls, and usually I like expect you know a long line out the door stuff. It was like five bammers in the joint. I'm like, hold on, yeah. So I mean, I, I I'm praying my brothers and sisters out there went ahead and uh, cast a vote. Um, uh, moving ahead from from the conscious to the unconscious, Birdman, what's going on, man? The internet just put this bama on the stove, put some butter on it, some basil, they put some rosemary, all that in the pot and just cook this man re relentlessly. Nigga, when my name come up, respect it. I'll drill y'all. Stop playing with my name. I ain't gonna say it no more. He can't get it, he can't get away. They got songs talking about respect on, respect on my name, put respect <laughs> on my name and, and all, all true. That joint, that joint Jack Cranks, by the way. <laughs> you heard the one that I heard. Exactly. <laughs> the, little, the little fake Osley Brothers joke. You can't fight against the internet. Like that's like the the internet right now is undefeated. Cause if you like do something I didn't, I'm sure he didn't think that all this was going to come out of out of him just going in the show and just like basically like trying to carry the Breakfast Club, but the jump seriously backfired on my man. Seriously, um, has yeah, he even showed his face since then? Y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? I ain't got no more talking. Yeah, so I, now, I don't know. I don't know what he was doing. Go the L this week. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know what. You know what his purpose in that you know was. I mean, I know like he was saying that he wanted to see him face to face, 
But did you have to go on air to do that? Like, I mean, you you could have still went up there and told him that before you went on air. I think that's what Charlemagne was trying to say. That was one of the points that he made as far as, like, you, you couldn't do that before the show. And then the other thing was that uh, did he do that to uh, Trick and, and, and Ross? Because we know they're right there in the city that Birdman now resides in because they're from there. And he's like, did you pull up on them like that? And, I mean, that's a valid question. He's like, I'm the radio guy. And I heard that Raw sent, like, sent um, him cases of, of, of the Bel Air Rosé. I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> he sent that to Charlemagne. That's right. You already know. <laughs> Let's go, champ. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what I heard. It is. I saw the Oh, it is? Yeah, on that joke. Yeah, no. I'm a bird, man. No. I just and I ain't seen Birdman in a minute either. So this was just out of the blue. I ain't, I don't know. I don't know. He was tripping. Yeah. He was tripping. Um, but but them them uh them headshots from the internet. I don't think he coming back from that. He took all the L's, Meek Mill court, and put all them jumps in his back pocket. He got all the L's, Meek Mill had, and now he got them jumps. He the reigning reigning champ right now. Uh, Beyonce, she dropped the album Lemonade. Does anybody know why it's called Lemonade? Nah, dog. I was getting ready to ask y'all that same question. Because no, no. I'm trying to, like, I didn't really, I mean, I'm hearing a buzz about the joint. Basically, she's dropping any windows of how, like, Jay-Z was cheating on her and all this other stuff. But, I mean, I don't, I, I, to me, it's a publicity stunt. I can't really put no, no credit to it. Yeah, and I heard I heard he was in the he was in in the uh, video. Now, granted, obviously they are married and stuff, but if you gonna have the subliminal on, in there, uh, as far as you know him cheating, then like why is he in the video though? I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't understand. I, I haven't seen the joint. I'm not. I've never been. Uh, you know, a big Beyonce fan. I, I, I mean, she's talented, but I, I think people uh, get out of control with it personally. They be gay. Uh, the be saying they yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even saying, like, she's talented, but, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, it just, it's, Watch it's it. crazy. Huh? Watch it. We're trying to build a, a viewership. You got to be careful <laughs> what you say. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, no, we might lose everybody. Beyonce. Yeah, I mean, it's women out there that worship her. She had her own church for a minute. I was like, come on, dog. What? Come on. This is this is too much. Oh, what control. are you talking about, man? It's OC, but... It's, I mean, it's, I it's what... It's what America does. You know, we put these celebrities on these pedestals, man. Like, America worships celebrities. It, the joint's crazy. <laughs> if you ask me, I, I don't get it, but it is what it is. Yeah, so bump that preliminary stuff. That's just, like, what's going on in the world. But now to the nitty-gritty, you know, yep. we being Washingtonian fans, Josh Norman comes to the Redskins. I mean, how would y'all like when the whole thing was transpiring? When I heard he was coming to visit in Washington, like I was like, hold on, yeah. Like, is the Bama really going to come here first? And then, you know, <laughs> McGloin, like he's giving the, the fan base so much hope. Like, in my mind, generally, like if I'd have heard this like five years ago, three years ago, I'd be like, oh, this Bama not about to come. Or it would have just been like, uh, like, you know, nobody really wanted to come in here because I felt like we weren't really building nothing for real. We were just trying to get big name, names here. But uh, this actually felt a little different, you know what I'm saying? In some ways, it felt the same, but in, in more ways, it felt a little different because I feel like I feel like McGloin 
is not gonna allow Dan Snyder to just like Bogart, like back in the day. Like he doesn't come off to me the type of guy that's gonna just like let Dan Snyder do a Dan Snyder move. Like he seems the type of dude like nah, like don't like I got this, young. Trust me, I'm gonna turn the franchise around. And if Dan Snyder tries to put his hand in, he'll like be like, like I got you, like I got this, like let me do my job. I don't see him just like conceding to whatever Dan Dan wants. Even though at the end of the day, I mean Dan's writing the checks, so I guess I, I don't. I don't know. What do y'all think? How how was y'all response to the whole situation? I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't. When it came out who the front runners were, the two teams, it, it showed me the type of person that Norman was because the two teams that he wanted to sign with were the New Orleans Saints and the Washington Redskins. And I think the reason the Saints were the front runner was because he got to play the Panthers twice a year and to kind of see what they gave up, you know what I'm saying? And then and then on the on the flip side with the Skins, he got to see Odell twice a year, Dez twice a year, and he was in a huge market with the Redskins. That's a giant market. So it kind of showed me what he was going for and why he ended up choosing Washington. That that 75 ain't help though? No, I'm not saying, no, I'm not saying the 75 didn't help. He was going to get that. Saying, yeah, he was going to get the money probably either where he went. I think he was going to get paid whether he went to New Orleans or Washington. I think it was a matter of what else was he going to get out of the situation? What else was he going to benefit from? And it benefited going to the NFC East when every single team is a big market team. So it made sense why he wanted to end up in Washington. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, hey, look, I want to know, and I'm going to let y'all answer you. the first question you asked, Harold, is who is now going to have to get cut on the roster because now that you guys signed Norman? Is Gulliver gone? Is Pierre Garçon gone? Like, what's yeah. going to be the next move, you know, in Washington? Drasnich Pierre is the first one to go because he paid <laughs> $10 million this year, so he's going to be gone. I'm hoping Perry Riley and his $4.5 million is going to be gone. Um, Culliver still has three years left. I don't remember oh, if yeah. they traded for him or not, but if if he was a free agent and they signed him, they're going to have to pay all his guaranteed money this year, and I don't think they want to do that. All right. So I think he's probably safe. But Andre Roberts, Pierre Garçon, and um, and uh, Perry Riley. Perry Riley. I'm hoping are the first ones out the door. So does this change? Does this change who they draft with that 21st pick? Uh, I don't think because because rumors is Robert and, and DJ is going to be the guy at that spot. So. I mean, yeah, I put on my mock too that you're going to find somebody on the interior lineman to, to fill that spot from pot roast. So DJ would definitely fill that void or one of the kids from Alabama, uh, Reed or um, A'shaun Robinson. One of the three guys, even Andrew Billings um, from Baylor, like one of those four guys can definitely, you know, the Redskins would have at that spot. I think which you guys at 26, it is? With your, 21. 21. So at 21, one of those four guys are going to fall to you. And you'll be able to fill that void easily with one of them, you know, and do the same thing that Pot Rose did, but just be a lot younger and cost a lot less money. So, Jeff, let me, let me ask this. Let me ask if, if, if things fall according to how Aaron said they would as far as the players we get rid of, who, like, when, when are we going? And if we do go, like, defensive line in the first round, 
uh, who when when do we get receivers and who's going to play uh, opposite of uh, Deshaun? And we know Deshaun, you know, missed a bunch of games last year. So like uh, that that's the only thing that I, worries me about, you know, potentially cutting Garcon. Yeah. I, I know we got Reed and I know we got Jackson, but who 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 I mean Garcon, Garcon how many how many catches Garcon had last year? He ain't had that many. I felt like Jordan Reed was the number two receiver on the team or the number one. Yeah, the number I mean, one. Most games. Like I feel like Pierre Garcon was like a distant third or fourth option at times. Um I mean, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know what that, what that situation is gonna play out if they do cut Pierre. Um, but I don't know. the thing yeah. is, the Redskins don't have a wide receiver focused offense. They basically think they can plug players in, and the machine will work. Like as long like as Jordan Reed's healthy like and that. they sign Vernon Davis, I think they'll be okay at the least. It, I mean, like to give you, uh, Pierre last year had seventy-two receptions for seven hundred seventy-seven yards. That's a tight end. That's tight end number. Yeah, that's, that's a tight end. No, that's yeah. A I mean, number. That's like, but you, you, you had, yeah. I mean, that's number two wide receiver. That's number two because Deshaun had better numbers than that. You got to yeah, have over a thousand yards with seventy-two receptions. You can't not, have seventy-two not, receptions not, for seven seventy-seven. Not, not, not necessarily for a number two. Like, so because that that would be speaking to the fact that every number two receiver across every NFL team has a thousand-yard season. And but they're not having ten million dollars. He's getting paid ten million. You can't get that production out of ten million dollars. It doesn't add up. Nah, you're right. You're right. But I mean, I think you know if if you bring Deshaun back. And then you have Garcon and Reed. I think you know that creates mismatch mismatch problems all over the field. And Garcon could, I mean, those numbers aren't bad, like you said before that price tag. That's the problem. But I mean, I think if you have all of those guys healthy, then you know what I mean. It's mismatches all over the field. I mean, nonetheless, Garcon on the team helps. Like you know, he's a solid, productive receiver, and you don't want him to walk, but you don't want to yeah. pay, uh, uh, you know, a pair of Jordans for this Bama. Don't like, listen to this. He's an idiot. Yeah, nah. I mean, you know, right, that's what we got to say like, about that. Some, some New Balance yeah. or something. Just, nah, I mean, <laughs> nah, and I could dig it. I'm just asking, like, so where do we go if we do make if that does happen? Like, where do we go? Uh, you know, and we don't go wide out in the first round. Say, so, like, where do we go wide out? Do we do we still go draft? Do we find someone? Uh, is there any free agents that we could still get? Like, what's the, you know, what's the what's the play as far as that's yeah. concerned? Yeah, I mean, you guys did have, what, Anquan Bolden? And I don't know why, you know, he didn't sign. If you're waiting until after the draft, to see who he wouldn't get. But um, the one thing about this draft in particular, there isn't a whole lot of number one receivers in this draft. It's a lot of number twos, in my opinion. And and uh, I think in the second round, if you want to go after a wide receiver, you could easily do that if that's what the rest of want to do. Because there'll be plenty out there, in my opinion. Because again, I don't right. see a lot of like clear cut number one wide receivers. I only see two, in my opinion. That's it. All the rest gonna be right. really good number twos. So I um, think in the second round, you can either get somebody like you know Tyler Boyd from uh, Pittsburgh, who's really good, or Sterling Shepard. He's a monster, and he will probably work in that offense because all the Redskins do is sh- throw them a little short like kind of dinker type of passes and then it's yak okay. after that so like right. Sterling Snapper is probably the best route runner and he'll probably easily go to the second round so I mean there'd be guys there to pick up in the second round you know for the skins to like fill that void if they were to cut Corson because he is getting right. a lot of money but my, right, right. my my other question back to Norman 
Yeah, is he as good as advertising? Is he is he really the real deal? That's a good question. Did he just have a fluke of a season that was like you know, or is this battle legit? I personally think because I didn't even address that. Like, like you said, the price tag is high. So I mean, like, I mean, I would have liked to been able to get him for a, a couple million less, you know, around the 12, 13. But I mean, we know that wasn't really going to work. So, uh, but I mean, I think he's legit, and I think, you know, from all from all indications, from what I've seen and from what I hear, like, uh, like he fits in what Joe Barry uh, does defensively. So it's not like a situation where you're taking, uh, you know, a Maxwell out of Seattle and putting him, <laughs> you know what I mean, right. with the Eagles doing something completely different or Osmoa before him like you're and I can't stand when GMs do that I don't understand why you take someone who played a completely different system and expect them to be you know great at the system you play does it happen I mean sure it does for the great all-time great elite players but for most players it's a system base like you can't take somebody out of a different system and think they're going to be as great as they are uh, when you run a completely different system. So um, from what I'm hearing and from what I see, uh, like, I mean, I think Norman's legit. You know, uh, like, we'll find out for sure, but I think he's legit. I think he has really about maybe like a, a three-year window we have with him because of his age. Anything longer than that will be great. But I think if he can perform at an elite level for these three years, um, it gives us a chance to comp- uh, compete, and hopefully Scott can fill out the rest of the roster and you know, within this, and Kurt is as advertised as we, <laughs> as we, because that's yeah. still the major key. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think he is legit. I I don't know if he's worth the 15 million that he got a year, like like you were saying. But I I I believe because he just hit the market and the way he hit the market, it just he it came out of nowhere where he right. was going to get that 15 million regardless. Like any somebody was going to pay him the 15 million. It just ended up being y'all, and I mean, you, the Redskins needed him because you're in a in division that that has really good wide receivers, that has really good offenses. So it made sense to get a cornerback that can help, you know, stop that. And when I look at Norman, a lot of times he looks really good in the zone. He looks good in the man, but in Carolina, he had probably the best, one of the best front sevens in the league. Like that D line and that linebacking crew was ridiculous. It was sick. So I mean, for Norman, he played to the strength of that to that defense, and that's what you're supposed to do. He got ball skills. The ball going in the air, either batting it away or getting the pick. So it'll be interesting to see how he plays with the Skins, who play a lot more man. At least from what I when I watch the Skins play, compared to like the Panthers, where they play a little more zone. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see what it ends up being. Hopefully, it doesn't turn into like an awesome wall where he came from Oakland. Everybody was saying he was better than than uh, Revis. And then he came to Eagles and can cook every week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he came to the big boys. That bad my awesome one. That bad one went to but answer think, with the stars. Yeah, 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 I think, yeah, yeah. think Norman's more legit than him though, but we'll we'll see. Yeah, what yeah you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I definitely, I actually wrote an article about it on uh, BlackSports980.com. Uh, you can go check the gentleman out on Norman. I think the man was good, but I don't know, young when he be talk. Like sometimes when he talks, like. He, young, he sound like like it's a screw loose. Like I don't know, young. I can't put my yeah. finger on it. Nah. But the joke, he, uh, he just, he just... I talk a little. That's right. You already know. <laughs> Let's go, champ. 
<laughs> nah, I think I think he's just like a quirky dude. Like he just like like even from interviews I've seen, I remember seeing him on uh, his and hers, and he did like a little segment where he was dressed up in like a Batman suit. Like he's like a huge Batman fan, so he like one of them them kind of weird quirky. He's not uh, the senses of necessarily like dudes we would have like hung out with growing up in that in that regard or whatever. So it's one of those things more so than like he's slow or something like that. Or I think he's just like a like a weird dude. He like unusual things that that aren't necessarily considered quote unquote cool by mainstream. Batman society. said unusual. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think that, I mean, like I said, he he's in the thing. Like the way he goes about it, like mainstream society wouldn't necessarily deem him cool quote unquote. Like I mean, I don't care about none of that stuff but i'm just in terms of from like probably where you're coming from and what you're thinking i think that's what you're thinking about like like when he put like he's country like he puts together words slow and it's like he's always he's like he's thinking but it, he just doesn't it doesn't flow smooth because it's like all these big spotlights like, like he's not necessarily used to that he comes from the country like he's a country boy and like it's just one of those type of things so like i think that's really what it is Oh man, yeah, no, cause I was like, hold on, bro, I don't know, I don't know about this. Like, like I'm <laughs> he could ball, man. That's it's all you need to. That's all that's you it. need to worry that's about. True. That's, that's true. true. That's true. That's true. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's right. I'm crazy. Uh, moving ahead, we got the Eagles. So of course, last week they moved up to the number two spot. They took the Browns jump. They gave him a king's ransom to the Browns. I, I don't know why. <laughs> And then Sam Bradford comes out, or his his agent or his representative comes out, talking about like you know he's disgruntled, he's unhappy, he wants out of uh, the Eagles. What is this Bama Sam Bradford doing, though? Don't he just realize that he's been getting free money since he got in the league? <laughs> this Bama is been this Bama is the biggest NFL thief right now. This Bama is stealing money. $78 million made over his career, 78 touchdown passes. The man gets a million dollars <laughs> per touchdown pass. <laughs> But I have to. Yeah. But look, let's put it in perspective, though. Let's just be. Let's, let's put it in perspective. Yeah, he hasn't. Had All right, please help me, dog. Help me. Okay, he hasn't had the greatest career. But let's let's put it like this. What if you didn't have a job? Anybody here didn't have a job? Then. Or you work for me, and then you know maybe the contract was up, and I was like, "Hey, I want, I really want to keep you on board." So I, I throw all this extra money at you for you to stay, and then right when I do that, I say, "Oh, I, I'm gonna hire your replacement, and I want you to let him sit behind you while you groom your replacement in the next year or so, and then you're out the door." Well, how happens every day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, but look, D, the same situation. Yeah, I mean, you will, but you keep it, you keep it pushing. Because if he balls out on the field, then someone else will sign him after that. I mean, it's the same situation that happened with uh, Drew Brees in uh, San Diego, and Philip Rivers had to sit there and watch. And when it came time for them to make a decision, you know, they they uh, elected it like we drafted Rivers fourth, and that's what we're gonna go with. And but but based upon how Breeze had played, he earned himself that contract at the new place and the rest is history. Now, obviously Bradford's not gonna be a Breeze, but I'm just saying that scenario nah, is the exact same one as right but, now. But 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 once you say that, that shoulder injury that Breeze had made that decision a little bit easier, if he didn't get injured, 
Do you think it would have been as easy for them to just to pick? Rivers it was a tough. It was a tough. It was I, a tough decision. Yeah, I mean, way. but that was yeah, but that was at the yeah, it was, and that was at the end of the that was at the end. You know what I mean? That's the it made part. their decision either. But the the whole the bottom line is they I think they still would have went that route. I mean, they drafted them fourth overall. I mean, that's so true. I mean, like it's just like you know the Eagles drafting whether it's Wentz or whether it's golf second overall. Like it's inevitable, but you can earn yourself. He can earn himself some more money that he maybe will actually earn this time but did, <laughs> if he plays well. So, didn't the, but didn't the Chargers draft Breeze too? Did did they draft Breeze? Yeah, they did. That's what I'm saying. They yeah, they so did. They, they, but they drafted Breeze at the top of the second round though. They yeah. drafted Philip Rivers fourth overall. At least, uh, yeah, but at least in that situation, Breeze wasn't a free agent and got paid $35 million for two years. Because that, to me, that's starter money. And then to come back and then say, uh, I'm going I'm to move up in the draft and get a quarterback. Hey, look, I don't think Bradford's worth the $35 million anyways. I don't know why they paid it to him. But to me, it shows the Eagles don't know what they're doing, in my opinion. Because why would At you all. sink $35 million in him and then give up all these draft picks to go to the oh. second the second? <laughs> million to Chase Daniels. They're giving him $9 Yeah, so it it don't make sense why they're trying to get all these quarterbacks. You could tell there's some confusion there already. So so this is the thing. After this situation, this thing happened, I thought back, I was like, young, all the moves that was going on when Chip Kelly was here, like, young, the Bama might have been telling the truth, though. He really might have. Like, he said it wasn't on him. As far as what? Making these stupid moves. These Bamas is doing the (laughs) dumbest thing I've ever seen. Harold. Harold, Chip got rid of all the talent. No Hold on, hold on. No, but look, look at, but look at what these Bams is doing. Look at what they're doing now. Chip Kelly's gone. They, they, they paid two mediocre bums. Then they went up in a draft and gave away the future. Like, I, I mean, the dude you just fired could have did that if if it was really all him. I, I just. I don't know, man. Something sounds a little fishy, man. It's smelling like some cod in here. Cause I, uh, I just don't. I'm not. I'm not giving. I'm not giving Chip Kelly no benefits of the doubts. Nowhere dealing with NFL football. I mean, though. the one thing Sorry, I can say. Huh? Okay, but I, I can say this. I can kind of see what Harold's saying because they started off the free agency by signing Zach Ertz to like forty-two million dollars. Like Zach Ertz does not deserve forty-two million dollars, and then they signed Brent Selick. To thirteen million dollars, and they sink all this money into two tight ends. Yeah, what is? And then they sink all this money into two quarterbacks, and they don't even want. No, them. All, all, all this, all this means is like, cause now let me ask you this: the new, the new GM has he already been with the organization? It's like, the same nah, dude, right? It's the it's same, same guy. Same dude. Yeah. Right. Same. So him and him. So I think like him and Chip, they was on in tandem. Like he, he think like Chip. No, no. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean? They were working together. Chip demoted him. Chip demoted him. That's why yeah. he wasn't the GM anymore because Chip wanted to pick his own players because he didn't like what he was doing. Right. So, but what I'm saying is their thought process is clearly on board. It's the same thing. Like, because he making the wild moves just like Chip was making the wild moves, except Chip wanted to make the wild moves himself. You know what I'm saying? Like, Which he did. He did. Which he did. Yeah. Like I said, he gave away. They made the playoffs in his first year. He gave away all the talent, and they haven't really sniffed the jump since, as far as I'm concerned. You know what I mean? So, like, even last year, when they had big opportunities, and we know with the division being the way it was, yeah. Bradford wasn't good enough to get it done. 
You know, he chipped his offense was crazy. But, I mean, I, like I said, I, I hear y'all, but – I can't really give Chip no passes. Like him and the uh, him and the guy, uh, they're one and the same. Like Lori should have got rid of him too, and then should've they could have brought in. Yeah, yeah, should have got rid of both of them, and then they would have had a whole new clean slate. To me, this sounds like the owners move to move up and get the quarterback, the young quarterback, because it sounds like like there's a new regime in Philadelphia. And you can tell by them paying Chase Daniels damn near start of money <laughs> to be a backup. So it sounds like them trying to give a little to the new regime, but also not necessarily agreeing with Chase Daniels being the future. And then I think they, did they sign uh, Bradford before they ended up bringing on uh, the new staff, if I'm not mistaken? I believe they did. Right, so it sounds to me like there's, it seems like three different pieces not necessarily moving in the same direction. That's why everything once it's together looks wild. Like who is the final decision with? Because it seemed like the owner wants one thing, the GM wants to prove that Chip Kelly was the idiot, and then the new guys yeah. seem like they're trying to bring in their place. Yeah, no. It doesn't fit. This is crazy. Like right now, the 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 Bama got on a a, a, a hoodie on top, got on some swim trunks <laughs> on the bottom, got on some some Timberland boots on his feet. They don't know what they want to do, dog. They just doing whatever. They just doing crazy stuff, dog. Paying tight ends like they wide receivers, paying bum quarterback, dog. I wrote an article on this, but I'm a Sam Bradford, too. We can go right down and watch two games at uh, Walker Mill Park in the Boys and Girls Club, and we can find somebody who can play quarterback better than Sam Bradford and uh, Chase Dan. Stop it. <laughs> I'm just like young. Nah, you know, nah. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Don't listen to this. He's an idiot. All right, that's what we got to say about that. <laughs> He's an idiot. <laughs> we can find somebody. This man was terrible. He He's not that bad. He's not that bad. He cried for money, dog. He's not that bad. He's like the he's like the thief that broke into somebody's house and then then try to sue for getting shot for breaking in. <laughs> <laughs> Look, dog, this, like Chase, on himself and to sue. Dog, Chase, Chase, Chase Daniels is a backup, dog. That's what he is. I mean, they gave they gave like we, we, like the thing. I think what people have to start realizing is. Like, we're in this new era, just in sports in general, when it comes to the money. So when we hear these numbers, it's like, what? Why is he, why the hell is he getting that much money? That's ridiculous. But in this new day and age, like, you know, Chase Daniels is probably getting, like, what's going to be new backup money. Because, like, we, we, the Dallas show how important it is to have a backup anytime, like, a backup yeah. can't come in and get one win. So, like, and, and then when you factor in Daniels was also in Kansas City and probably and obviously got along with Peterson, like, it's almost like, you know, it's, it's, it's remnants of, uh, yeah, nah, it's remnants of Phil bringing in Fisher, giving him all that bread when he had never coached, but that was his man's. So, like, this with, with uh, you know, Chase Daniels getting all that money is because, obviously, you know, Peterson, like, they cool. So, he like, yo, bring him over there. And, like, Aaron was saying, satisfying, like, the, uh, you know, the new regime or whatever to a degree with that. So, I, I think that's kind of what it is with Chase Daniels. I mean, I, I just trying to think as a GM, how do you go to your owner and say, yes, uh, we just sunk 53 or 50-something million dollars in quarterbacks. And now we're moving up. We're giving up our future to get another quarterback. Like to me, it just right. Like and, and under this new, 
Right, and under this new CBA, like at the number two pick, what, what would the new quarterback get? Like, guarantee, like twenty eight, somewhere around that million. Yeah, and number two overall. Yeah, it'd be less than that, like twenty million, but it'll be five million probably average a year. Okay, so but you still so that so yeah, add that total on top to what you right. to what you just said. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> and look, right. I don't care if they're by my side. Quite quite honestly, they yeah, can be sorry they want. They can have a tackle, <laughs> right. a tackle fifty-five on Madden. I don't care. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, have that's, no hey, yeah. that's, that's like you know. going into the, the fantasy football and then. You draft a roster, three quarterbacks. Don't get nobody else on that roster but quarterbacks and tight ends. And then you spend and not even games. a good quarterback. I'm getting Flacco and 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 and, and, and Babis who, who never lead the league in nothing. They're gonna be bad this year. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be bad, dog. And and if the Redskins lose to that jump. I, I might break my that. TV, dog. Don't say I might break my TV. Yeah, don't. All right, man. This is another play out, man. Don't talk about that, man. <laughs> dog, speaking, speaking about breaks. You are listening to Black Sports 980. Enjoy smelling fresh and feeling clean? Then you will love Heckaloo Natural products. It's the way you want to smell. They have buttercream, soaps, and oils with all original fragrances. You're guaranteed to find something you love. Whether it's something for yourself or a gift for someone else, you can't go wrong. I'm telling you, the stuff at Heckaloo Naturals will have you smelling bomb bizzle. One of my favorites is the Man O Man Cream. My wife enjoys the citrus blossom and the mango grapefruit soap. It will have you feeling fresh and smelling amazing. If you're tired of being ashy and tired of soap that dries out your skin, I recommend you try Heckaloo Natural products. We got Heckaloo in our bathroom right now. They have various fragrances for men and women. So get yours today at Heckaloonaturals.com. Now back to our show. Tom Brady back on the chopping block. This man about to be back in handcuffs in a little bit. Indictment is back on. Hell, hell, hell. This is the thing. What is going to happen with with Tom Brady? Like, are they going to suspend him this time? Because nah, nah. last time they they played a dirty mind trick against against everybody, trying to fake like they wanted to lock him up. And then at the end of the day, this man was out there, Joe. Playing. So let me. I'm, I, I, I'll go ahead and lead this one. First of all, like I don't think any of us are surprised that the NFL, uh, you know, was going to win this. Like, first of all, in this newest case, like all of the judges were like fanboys in that jump to the NFL. And think about it, dog. You got thirty billionaire owners against a multi-million-dollar player. Like, and that's the whole reason that this even went forward, I believe, is because the other owners were, you know, upset about the fact that the Patriots seem to keep getting over as far as, like, you know, not getting punished the way other owners feel like they should, you know, and, and these things and everybody feeling like they cheat. And so, like, this was the 30 billionaire owners, like, going to Goodell, like, yo, you got to get him. And, like, they're not going to lose that. And then you got the judges, like I said, that was all, like, on the guns and, like, fanboys of the NFL and other owners. So, like, how is Brady going to win this? Like, he needs to just bow out. 
And, you know, he put up a fight. You know, he, he proved, I think, in most people's minds, like, okay, he, he, he's saying that he didn't do it. And even after all that, people still are going to feel the way they feel, whether they think he cheated or he's great or they don't think he's great or you know, whatever. So, to me, it's, it's all a waste of time for him. So he need to take them four games and keep it pushing. Yeah, I think he's going to get it this time because last time it was still kind of like in that arbitration and it wasn't there wasn't a final ruling. Ruling, and I think now the um, the, the the court said, "Hey, look, this is his rights to do what he's doing." Uh, Roger Goodell, he could do what he want because I gave him all this power. So you're going to serve your four games. He's going to serve them four games because at the end of the day, this is retribution for Spygate. Now, I don't care anybody tell me this is retribution for Spygate because they got away with a bloody murder on that joint. So, in, in my opinion, this is something they that definitely did. Yeah, so this is like a way to kind of get to kind of get back for that because they already lost a draft pick. He's getting suspended four games. They lost what million, one million dollars of money, and according to the rules, the rules say if you get caught doing what they did. There's only a fine. There's no loss of right. draft picks or suspension. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's the part that's crazy about the whole thing. Yeah. And like I said, that just goes to show how all the other owners want uh, want them to pay. Right. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? To a degree. You know what I mean? But my whole yeah, thing is Pac-Man Jones need to get back because he got raw dogged a uh, long time ago. He never. That's what I was going to say. No, no crime ever. And he got suspended for a season. Like I, I mean, and nobody complained. I didn't hear anybody from the media saying this isn't fair. None of the narrative. No. That Joe, that Joe disappeared, dog. The Bama was not even the Bama's I mean, the, the funny thing it. about it is, the, the funny thing about it is, it's. I've only heard like uh, a few people complaining, like like writers from New England. And then, and then, of course, the main man, you know, the biggest Brady fan of them all, uh, Bayless and shit. Yeah. I mean, outside of that, like, I mean, ain't nobody else really, yeah, yeah, like, nobody else really tripping. They like, man, serve them four games so we can get this off our TV. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's basically what it is. Like, nobody crying for Brady, man. Like, so, because, I mean, all I think Patriot all the fans are. I mean, yes, yeah, man. that's what I'm saying. Up in New England, up in New England, them up there. And like outside of like a, you know a select couple of people new on, on ESPN, I mean, like ain't nobody really tripping off of them because I mean I think all of us will admit like being like fans of the game, like we're we're not people that would say like Brady's not great because these things happen. I mean at least I don't believe none of us would say that. So uh, you know like just had it just served the four games and, and then come out there and ball like he's done his whole career. Like get that joint out the way, get it over with. Yeah, this yeah, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, of course, you know, Tom Brady, he beat the game on Game Genie two times. <laughs> <laughs> but, dang, dog, yeah. But, yeah, look at my man, Pac-Man, dog, did a whole year. And he never got convicted of no crime, ever. Never got arrested, just questioned by the police, got a year. <laughs> <laughs> like, these years, he's got to think about this stuff. Like, and you talk about the, the integrity of the game. This is actually, like, happening on the field. You're trying to win. Like, you're cheating to win. For, like, like seven years, they didn't fumble, like, they fumble, like, one-fifth of the time that normal teams fumble in, like, cold weather. So, something ridiculous from the time that they hadn't been caught to the time they got caught. <laughs> So I'm just, I'm just the things like this. You, you have to look at it and say, hey, look, 
is he deserving of it? Probably not, because this is abuse of power, hands down. But when it happened yeah. to other players, nobody cared. When Mike Vick came back, went to jail, got suspended a whole year, came back, and then had to serve another suspension. On top of that, Bang, on top, I mean, on top it, of jail it, time. See, this this is the thing. I think we were having the conversation uh, the other day uh, on, on uh, the chat, Harold, um, about uh, these uh, you know player these players unions, how terrible they are, man. Like it, like the joint Tell blows the you to no end how bad the play. I mean, especially in football, Tell it's the worst of them all. But basketball is not the greatest either. But it's better than football, man. Like these guys, like they want to get out there and play so much. And, and, and uh, you know, get their heads beat in, but they don't want to have a business straight. You know, sometimes you got to sacrifice. You got to miss some games, man. Save up that money. That's why it's this dumb CBA we have now. And that's a, you just hit on it. The thing is, they don't save money, so they can't go a season without those checks coming in. Because they I, basically I, live in check to check like I, they broke. I, I know that, and that's why I'm saying, like, like the the, the leaders, uh, you know, the heads of it. Now, granted, everybody's not, you know, you always have, you know, the the, the players who are on a high scale uh, end of the money that they earn, and then the players on a low scale. But I mean, heck, still with the, you know, compared to like a person like doing a normal nine to five, like the payment is light years even for the dude on the bottom of the roster ahead of what the normal nine to fivers getting so my thing is like whoever's heading these uh, like players you know I, I, I can't think of who it is now players yeah but like they need to between the morris and, and whoever that is it's like man like these need to be ongoing conversations like years in advance of when the cba is about to expire like to get this stuff in order and to me it's just no excuse for it man like i mean like like i say when you have the time coming to plan for it look players and in three years like you know we're coming up on another cba you need to do this trust me because if you're not you might be left out and those players who didn't listen like i mean they might have to fall by the wayside like i mean you still gonna have like it's still more players getting drafted that next year still more players yeah. coming the year after that and so on and so forth so it's a dirty game though they just need to take the players young bring them in Sean concussion in the back room on the on the on the wide screen, but like, look, if you don't do this, young, you could be sipping broccoli through a straw at 45. So you want to make these sacrifices now, so we can at least you have be set up, cause right, they just they just doing them crud, dog. They doing them crud, but man, mercy. On to basketball now, my man Steph Curry. Is is ailing right now. He did the stinky leg the other night on the basketball court, messed his knee up, and apparently has a, a sprained knee. I think that's what the uh, yeah. diagnosis is. Yeah. And so he'll be out for approximately two weeks. And at the same token, they plan reevaluate possibly playing the Clippers. Um, and if they play the Clippers, they lost Chris Paul last night and Blake Griffin. So. I mean, is is that just a blessing in disguise for the uh, nah, the for the Golden State Warriors? Clips are done. The clips ain't going to see Golden State. Clippers are done. They done. They are done. And it's because of Chris Paul, not Blake Griffin, by the way. No offense to Blake Griffin's game, but Chris Paul is the reason why that team is as good as it is. Because DeAndre Jordan, on his own, can't create his own shot. Hey, he's you know, kind of like get the rebound, put back, alley type score. 
Blake Griffin, he can kind of, he can't really create his own shot either. Only person on the roster that can really create their own shot without Chris Paul is Jamal Crawford. In my opinion, even JJ Redick, he can't get his own shot off. So I don't know. I what think, I think, I think, I think Blake can. Blake can create his own shot because he could, he could, uh, you know, he has that Almost jab up. step. He got the jumper. He got yeah. the post. You know, but yeah, it's it'd be tough. Like Jamal Crawford, without a doubt, he can get a shot. Yeah, he gonna shoot a lot of them too. He gonna be jacking mm-hmm. them shots. Coming <laughs> next night, <laughs> playing mediocre D. Right. <laughs> So, oh, uh, so yeah. Steph Curry, can they do they have a chance to win without Steph? Like, uh, uh can they win? Win it all? The trip, the championship, or just the series that they're going to play next? The next series? Yeah, the, yeah, the next finals. series against Portland, maybe. That <laughs> <laughs> against Portland, it, 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 uh, it, uh, to me, like, yeah, I think I think they can win. You know against obviously the Clippers if they somehow survive like cuz I'm I'm with Aaron I think Portland is going to win this. I mean I I think Portland was going to win last night's game regardless. I mean they were leading the whole game so it's not like they took the lead when Blake and CP3 got hurt like they were lead but I think that the Clippers would have ultimately won the series without them two like and, and like D said specifically Chris Paul they have no chance. I was I was telling uh, Aaron a stat that I heard where Chris, uh, with Chris Paul on the court, the Clippers are plus like 707 points, I believe. With him off the court, they're like minus 200 and something. So you're talking about a difference of 500 points of him on the court versus. Nigga, with my name, come up, respect it. It's all drill, y'all. Stop playing with my name. I ain't gonna say it no more. They have no chance without him. It's plain and simple. Their bench isn't deep enough. I mean, I think that they should have let DeAndre Jordan go personally. I, I wouldn't have signed him to all that money. I would have used that essentially what the Panthers did. I would have used that to fill out the rest of your roster. You gave him a hundred plus million, and like D said, he can't create his own shot. And now with no CP3 on the court, are you kidding me? His right. numbers, I can't imagine what they're gonna look like. <laughs> you know, and he already can't shoot free throws. You have to take him oh, off yeah. the court. And defense is his strongest, uh, his strongest, uh, uh, um, you know what I mean, thing that he does. And, and when you can't have him on the court in the last few minutes of a game, when defense decides typically who wins, uh, yeah, they're 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 in a world of trouble, man. Like they're 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 done this year, and they probably need to blow that team up. And I'm gonna say this though about the going back to the Warriors real quick. I'm I want to really watch them now because I want to see what Clay Clay Thompson's gonna do because I think everybody. Right sees Clay Thompson as Robin, you know, to Steph Curry being Batman. And I want to see if he's going to step up and become like that guy. I mean, they, they got a lot of, they got a lot of depth on that team. Nonetheless, they got a lot of players that can still contribute without Steph being there. I want to see what Clay Thompson's going to do. Is he going to know who I want to see? Who's what that? they do? I want to see Harrison Barnes because everybody always talks about, you know, oh, like, you know, he can go somewhere and do all this, do that. I mean, to me right now, he's no better than a number three on the team. And because he's number four on Golden State. With Steph gone, he has a chance because he hasn't been playing that well in the playoffs. He has a chance to show, okay, I put in this work. And I'm about to get it done. So that's who I want to see. Clay, Clay, I think Clay will be solid overall. I'm I'm curious to see what Harrison Barnes does. Well, I just say this. I think I think the Golden State is still they're fine, dog. The other night, I mean, granted it's the Rockets and their defense it's is trash. Like, Team is it's trash. like a wet paper towel. You know what I'm saying? So 
But that yeah, Clay, he, that Batman can do it though. The other night, that Batman hit like twenty and one quarter. Like the third quarter, they just came out and hit like they broke the record in threes. I was like, yeah, this is ridiculous. Without Steph, they broke the record for three pointers in a game in a playoff game, dog. So, I mean, once they get and that was that wasn't even at home. That was in the Rockets' home. So. <laughs> I can only imagine, though. Yeah, I mean, they're going to step up. I think they're prepared mentally for what they're going to have to face. And I think they'll be fine. You know? and, when, and when Steph comes back, it's going to just be like a, a jolt, a bolt, jolt, you know what I'm saying, an energy to the team to propel them to the to the finals. I mean, that other series, that OKC uh, Spurs joint going to be that's like gonna that. Be, that's gonna oh, be a, my that's God. Gonna that's going to be a vicious, <laughs> vicious series. I mean, especially after Durant called the, called the Mavs back. <laughs> you heard about that? He called him an idiot. No, yeah, he Don't called Cuban an idiot. He's an idiot. idiot. Yeah, Mark Cuban right, called, that's what we got to say about that. Weber, idiot too. Yeah, he's an idiot. He said he ain't going to be in the league next year. He went hard body in that, uh, in that little presser after the game was over. <laughs> He didn't care what he said. He was like, look, I'm going to put it out on the table. Yeah, man. Hey, that joke, I'm going to be watching that joke close. As we come down to the end of our show, the Caps, young, they got passed by the, the skin flyers. of their teeth. They beat the by flyers. the Flyers, and now they about to play the Penguins. And everybody know the Penguins is Achilles heel, dog. So, I mean, if they don't get past the Penguins, are y'all giving them a pass? Nah, dog. Nah, their passes, they they been out of passes. They don't, they, don't have no, they have no more hard passes, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, ain't no pass, dog. Like, I think, yeah, I think it's tough, too, because they've been good for, like, the last 10 years, but they have yet to, like, win the whole thing. pass the second round. Yeah, yeah, I mean, think about it. Ovechkin, outside of them, them, them few years for uh, Crosby, and he he went MIA after injury for a while. He's back playing solid. But outside of him, I mean, outside of those few years, Ovechkin's been the best player in the NHL his his entire time. And we've had the best record a few times, only to not do anything. So, like, yeah, they, they, it's no excuses for them. They either get it done or they don't. I mean, they, like you said, they were up three nothing to the Flyers, and they had to win in six. Like, I mean, what is that? Yeah, I don't know, dog. They took off their Timberland boots and put on tap dancing shoes, and I just don't know why, dog. I don't know why. Um, now they playing a fly. I mean, uh, they playing the Penguins, who they are real. You know what I'm saying? They score. They are, they're a faster team. You know, than the Flyers, not as physical, but they, you know, they'll finesse you, and they'll. I mean, they got scores, dog. So, so I don't know what the Caps going to do, young, but they better not lose. That's all I know. Um, we got MJ on our team on the Nats. That Batman Bryce Harper is cooking. Frying. Frying. Fry. Fry. <laughs> that was just frying, dog. Oh my goodness. I, I just hope I just don't I hope he stays healthy for a majority of the season. That's that's all I'm wishing for. Cause you, he gonna do what he gonna some do. Wood, dog. Let me knock yeah. on some wood. This time I'm trying to jinx my man. What? No, I ate. I'm not, what? I mean, I'm not, oh, what are you talking not, about, not man? Even, man, I'm just, I'm just being real, dog. Bro, it's I'm it's out, the man. same thing. Like he was healthy last year and he showed out. You know, or for mostly, like pretty much a majority of the year, and he showed out. But prior to that, we know he has that history. So I mean, I'm just being real, man. We're doing a, a show here. I got to keep it real with the people, man. <laughs> so, yeah, man. 
Well, the Bama right now in 18 games has nine home runs, slugging percentage of 855, batter average of 355. Yeah, the Bama's cooking with gas, dog. He's cooking with gas right now. Yeah, he's on one. Um, if he just, I mean, it's like he grabbed a baton from himself from last year and he just kept running, dog. So, <laughs> if Is he, he better than Mike Trout now? Ah, uh, yeah, he better. I mean, it's we we need more time to play out. Trout's getting it rolling right now, but yeah, I mean, if, if you talk about in this, if you talk about in this moment, he's better. But I mean, still career rise, Trout. Last two boy. years. I, Trout is vicious, dog. I mean, Trout it's like this. I see what it's like. I think it's like we got Le- we got LeBron <laughs> and they got KD. It's like that. Like you know what I'm saying? LeBron, KD, the Batman is still. You said Mike Trout juicing, dog. Oh, you, you got that same square head, on, square dog. neck like Barry Bonds. I'm telling you, he's in the square. <laughs> no, hold on. Barry Bonds, no, Barry Bonds never juiced. He was on the cream and the clear. You know it. Yeah, nah, I mean Bonds. Bonds, like he, he definitely. He, when he went to San Fran, he definitely, nah. he definitely. Your shoe size doesn't go up in your thirty. Nah, 30. yo, D, D, D. I, I'm a Bonds fan too, man. He was on that, he was on that stuff in, in San Fran, yo. Yeah. I mean, he might have been on some beer antler spray or something, but he ain't wasn't on the juice though. The Bama went up two shoe on size the clear. at thirty five. <laughs> No, he 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 just admitted that he was on the clear. He told you that. He just said he didn't knowingly do it. He said he basically said he ain't or well, that's what he telling us that he didn't know it was steroids. But he he admitted to that. I mean he might not he, he might not have did the old school way. He ain't ordered from GNC and the come from GNC. Or do you wanna marginalize me until yeah, I'm he, out he, of he my moment? Yeah. <laughs> nah, he, he, he might he might not got he might not have went the old school way and had the needles in the butt, you know what I mean? Had the back the back knee, you know what I'm saying, like that, but yeah, he he was on the new age roids. You know, he was on that design, the designer roids with that cream. That's that's probably what you call it. It's like some designer designer stuff or whatever. Bam, yeah, man. but he he Bam, definitely on home runs. Not yeah, possible. But, <laughs> okay, but the thing is, okay, I'm sorry, we just got off subject completely. But the thing with Barry Bonds was his batting average was ridiculous. Unlike Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, who was swinging. Oh no, nah, Bonds is a, Bonds is nasty. Bonds yeah, hand eye coordination. Yeah, trying to attribute that hand eye coordination. Hand eye coordination. That ain't strength. Yeah, I mean he won three MVPs in Pittsburgh, and yeah. he was skinny as a as a, a twig in there. So like yeah, he, his yeah. legendary status. I mean he to me he's a Hall of Famer regardless because he proved it. Like if he hadn't done nothing else. In San Fran, he would have like you can't win three MVPs and not go to the Hall of Fame. I, I've never heard of where that's the case. So um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, but he was definitely on that. Uh, he was on the stuff in San Fran. Like, there's I mean, <laughs> no denying that. Man. He had that sprinkles in his food, <laughs> trying to get, get right. <laughs> oh, oh man. man, I didn't know what yeah. I was eating. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I ain't know what I was eating, dog. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we going to uh, the NFL draft is this week Thursday. We gonna be in, oh go to the site, young know, blacksports980.com. Check out the articles we got up. Um, check out the mock drafts we got up. Uh, on the site, uh, follow us at Instagram at Black Sports 980. That's B O K Sports 980 on Twitter, uh, iTunes, Google Play Podcasts, all that good stuff. Check us out and you know rate us. 
and share us, you know, share us with the people, you know, share us with the people. Um, I'm be looking out for for tweeters and people who are sharing the show, and maybe we get you on the show for like, you know, you can come, you can just talk with us and kick it with us. Um, with that said, that's our show. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak. Fine, see, you do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about it. Let me speak.